Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. Isn't intuitive eating just eating what you want? How is that going to be helpful? I have a feeling you've asked this question before. Before, I used to think the same. I thought, oh, that's just the seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. What is intuitive eating? Today, I want to share with you the nuances and exactly why it helps binge eating. One of the key components of intuitive eating is developing awareness. And there's a certain term called interoceptive awareness that the founders talk about a lot. And think about interoceptive awareness as your signal to go pee. That's interoceptive awareness. Your heartbeat, even without touching your pulse, that's interoceptive awareness. These sensations that come from the inside, those are cues, just like hunger and fullness. That's also a part of interoceptive awareness. We all kind of feel pangs of hunger. We also feel when we're comfortably full. We have loud signals, we have more subtle signals. These are all very primal signals that our body gives us on a daily basis. One big piece of intuitive eating is learning to listen to these signals more closely. A lot of us aren't really listening to these signals. We might push past our signals of hunger and we might then push past our signals of fullness. So a lot of us are so busy, we're not really even hearing what our body is telling us. And you might say, oh, intuitive eating is just eating everything I want. But the thing is, if you ate pizza every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for weeks on end, your body will probably give you signals that it's not feeling great, it's feeling heavy. And if you were to continue down that path, it wouldn't cause you to feel any better. You would probably just feel the same or worse pizza every day, all day. And those are the things that we forget about. We think, oh, pizza is so yum. If I had the option of eating pizza every day, I would do it. Sure, maybe to some extent, but these signals kick in at one point. And honestly, midway through, you might be wanting a vegetable maybe here and there. The key is how in tune are you with your signals? You know, I used to have a friend in college and she said to me one time, yeah, whenever I have heavy meals back to back, the next meal, I definitely want a salad. And I thought, oh, that is so interesting. I would definitely not think like that. But that's a prime example of her using her bodily signals as gentle guardrails. That's your body being really wise and steering you in the direction it wants to go. And so with interoceptive awareness, just like how we honor our desire to pee, we don't just hold it for hours on end because we just peed five minutes ago. Why do I need to pee again? When we need to pee, we go pee. We don't wait until dinner time to go pee, right? Just like if you were hungry and you ate 30 minutes ago, you wouldn't wait an extra four hours until dinner um, to eat your next snack or meal. And a lot of us forget that and we try and use time or tracking or calories or clean eating in our favor to help us. But if anything, it doesn't actually help. We're just getting more and more used to being uncomfortable, especially being uncomfortable with hunger and fullness 
and not choosing what we actually want to eat, but listening to what someone else or an app tells us to eat. So it's not just the I see food, I will eat food diet. It's getting more nuanced than that. At one point, you're going to be able to hear these signals a little bit clearer. Oh, this cookie 10 days in a row isn't really serving me as much as I thought it would. I'm going to pivot and choose something else. But it takes time. And what usually gets in the way is diet culture, you know, clean eating, you should eat this, you should eat vegetables, maybe no sugar. And yes, you know, there is health involved with food. But in the beginning, as you're trying to heal your relationship with food, it doesn't really make sense to listen to external guides as much as your own. Because in that first stage, you're just trying to reconnect with your hunger and fullness signals again. You're trying to reconnect with what you want to eat and not restrict so much. And so it's nice to kind of push the diet messages away or clean eating a little bit farther away. Ultimately, with intuitive eating, it also helps you get rid of the noise so that you're not bombarded by others telling you what to do. You trust yourself in guiding you into doing what you want to do and eating what you want to eat. I think for so many of us, for so many years, we haven't trusted ourselves. We've trusted apps or calories or eating a specific way to help us reach our goals. We've forgotten how to trust ourselves. And what intuitive eating does is it helps us get rid of the noise and go back to trusting ourselves. And even if that means we don't get to the smallest weight that we ever were because we're eating more intuitively and more carefree with food, that's okay because health is not determined by your weight or your body size. Health is determined by eating a wide variety of foods in moderate portions and moving your body in a way that feels joyful and doing things that you love to take care of your body and yourself. Those things amount to more health than never eating a brownie ever again, I promise you. And so at the end of the day, intuitive eating also helps cultivate more body acceptance. The thing about our bodies is we think it's 99% controllable. You know, I, I messed up. I let myself go and gained all this weight. But in all honesty, it's not as much in your control as you think. And you shouldn't put all of that blame on yourself. It's not like you became this uncontrollable food monster and that's why you gain all the weight. There's a lot of things about our body. You know, even as we age, we change. Our bodies change. Our there's a new baseline and that's okay. You know, if I asked you how you feel about your behaviors right now, do you feel like you're taking care of yourself? Do you feel happy with the amount of movement that you're getting? And do you feel energized and nourished by the foods that you're eating? If you say yes to all of those things, but it's just your body that you don't like, then that's a separate conversation. Then that's more of a, how can we accept your body more today as it is conversation? If you're telling me I feel really heavy and lethargic, I'm not moving at all throughout the day, I'm not taking care of myself, then let's start there. And so the thing about intuitive eating, it's really a few things. It's about learning how to listen and cultivate that interceptive awareness, honoring your hunger, knowing when you're comfortably satisfied. It's about um, detangling yourself from diet culture and trusting yourself in what to eat and how to eat 
And also one big piece that I forgot to mention is the emotional side. You know, it's all about how to cope with emotions without food as well. So many of us feel like our relationship with food is unbearable because there's so much guilt and there's so much morality surrounding food. There's so much work to be done about detangling our emotions, whether it's actually about the food and the guilt or just life getting in the way, you know, anxiety and stress. How does that affect your relationship with food? How can you meet your needs without the food? That's a big piece of intuitive eating. So all in all, intuitive eating's goal is to get you to feel more trust with food, develop more body acceptance, and learn how to nourish your body by letting your body cues guide you. Because sure, if we all decided by our taste buds, we would really go wild. But we have a body and we have physical sensations. And those physical sensations are the guardrails. And they're actually really wise guardrails for us to not eat six pounds of cookies because our body will probably feel awful by the second pound of the cookies. So I want the message to be that we can develop more trust. It's not the I see food, I eat food diet. It's developing body and food trust. And so hopefully that helps clear up some questions and doubt about intuitive eating. And I want to do something fun and new today. I just took a peek at my Apple podcast page for this podcast, and I just scrolled down to the reviews, and it is so sweet. I didn't realize people were leaving reviews, but I wanted to highlight one that just was so, so endearing to me, and I'm going to read it out loud. So this review says that, you know, this podcast is such a treat. The quick episodes are so easy to absorb and Elise is so knowledgeable and approachable. It's like listening to a friend, but it's a friend who's an actual professional and has the experience to back it up. I love the positivity, the validation, the conversational tone, and the realness. That really warmed my heart. Sometimes I forget that there are actually listeners like you out there who are absorbing these episodes that are following my train of thought, however jumbled it may be. And it's so, so sweet that you guys are following along. And I appreciate you guys more than anything. You guys are truly my special family here in the podcast. The fact that you devote 10 minutes out of your day to listen to me. So I appreciate all the reviews and ratings so, so much. And for all of you guys letting me into your ears until next week, take care.